Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden and this is The Leader. At London's Cenotaph on Sunday, the Queen is set to be joined by present and former members of the armed forces, along with politicians to lay wreaths and pay tribute to the fallen, with two minutes silence at 11am. Three years after the guns fell silent to signal the end of the First World War, the British Legion was born, with the poppies still being worn a century afterwards as a symbol of remembering those who have made the ultimate sacrifice. The first poppy appeal in 1921 had red silk poppies, inspired by John McRae's poem In Flanders Fields. In Flanders Fields the poppies blow, between the crosses row on row, that mark our place and in the sky the lark still bravely singing fly. Scarce heard amid the guns below, we are the dead. The Legion was founded to help First World War veterans find jobs and homes after being left with life-changing injuries from bombs and poison gas in the trenches and suffering shell shock, now called PTSD. 100 years later, the annual appeal remained strong with volunteer sellers out across the UK in the weeks leading up to Remembrance Sunday. We're joined by Mike Kiff, who served in war zones including Iraq and Afghanistan as a corporal in the Royal Signals. He's supporting the Legion and will be at the Cenotaph on Sunday. Mike, thanks so much for taking time to speak to the leader. What are your thoughts on the importance of Remembrance Sunday, a century after the founding of the Legion? I think it's an important part of, of culture and it's not it's not just here either. And it's it's not you know, it's not just us we're remembering a lot of a lot of people seem to to associate remembrance and I, I know a lot of people sort of drag it back to we shouldn't really be sort of celebrating war which is what we're not doing that we're trying to remember those that have give their lives and it's not just us you know we've had um interpreters um i've worked alongside lots of other other nations and nations forces who have suffered heavy losses and i, I think that I don't know whether it's um, it's a respect thing. We're not doing it for ourselves. We are really doing it to to remember. And I think if people just took a couple of minutes, there's probably somebody within their family tree down their line that's served in one of the conflicts over the last hundred years. And it it really is just about paying that that respect. You know, it's just taking that that time to recognise that people did sacrifice a lot to give them the freedoms that they enjoy today. Mike, could you tell us a bit about your day-to-day in the army? So day-to-day, basically I was 
what, what was called a telecommunications mechanic. So whenever um, something escalated into conflict or the MOD or NATO had a presence, we would go in and we basically install all the communications wherever we are sent, really. So we, we set up the communications for the headquarters, uh, help just set up communicate. Like for Afghanistan, we had forward operating bases. We had two different airheads. We looked after Kabul, um, and it was the same same in Iraq. Um, when I was in Iraq, I was I was basically running the communications in Baghdad. So I was covering the U.S. embassy, the British embassy, um, all the NATO buildings, all the British forces buildings out there, and just making sure that throughout the tour we we had constant communications. That that was my role. And doing this highly technical job in a war zone must have been pretty daunting at times. It, it was quite noisy. So we, we had, you know, a lot going on. So some weeks, three or four times in, in the week, we'd be woke up to, you know, the sort of incoming rockets alarm and there'd be rockets going overhead. Uh, we had um, a, a sizable vehicle-borne IED uh, hit a convoy just outside our camp one morning. We sort of rock, rocked us a little bit. Uh, in, in Iraq in 2005, I was in Baghdad for the... The very first Iraqi elections, the parliamentary elections, presidential elections, even. So um, that that was a uh, quite an interesting day. The amount of indirect fire uh, we could hear, you know, a string of VBIDs going off all around the city, all throughout the day. The Department of Agriculture, which was just um, on the opposite side of the River Tigris to where we were accommodated, got hit by um, basically a VBID the size of a um, like a bin lorry. And that, that's shattered windows on our side of the river as well. You were medically discharged with a recurring shoulder injury. Um, would you mind telling us a bit about your experience of this and your recovery? When I found out I was getting medically discharged, it was something that I, I didn't really want in my life at the time. I wanted to stay in the forces, um, but I was told I wouldn't be able to do that because I was no longer able to fire a rifle. I fell into a bit of a hole with depression to the point that I wanted to take my own life. And um, between sort of the uh, DCMH, the Department of Mental Health in the MOD, uh, they they recommended a stay at Bryden House, which is a personal recovery centre in Germany, which was mostly funded by the Royal British Legion. On, on the first visit, I spent a week there getting counselling, stress management, helping me, you know, basically giving me coping mechanisms to de- to deal with the the stress and the depression. Occupational health were there. We had welfare workers on hand twenty four hours a day if we needed to talk to them. It gave me it gave me a renewed focus. They basically got me thinking that you know there was life beyond the MOD, um, and I would be able to find something to do outside of the army, which would still allow me to support my family. I've got that gratitude that not only did they save my life, they actually saved my family unit. We'll leave you with this from the National Memorial Arboretum on Thursday, which was Armistice Day, commemorating the ending of hostilities at the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. They shall grow not old as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun, and in the morning, we will remember them. There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk.
That's The Leader. We're back on Monday at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply, not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon.